Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you are going to meet the love of your life. It lasted legitimately 15 seconds. That Keyword there is brief. Okay. I get in the car and she has a coffee, my swim bag with all of my necessary items, and plan B in the front seat. I feel like I feel like that was it. And that's it. What's up, party people? Welcome to this week's episode of Here's My Number. We hope you are staying safe, healthy, and that it's starting to feel like summer. (laughs) Welcome back, people. I'm so excited for this episode and everything that is coming with it. Yes. And what do we have? What are we starting with? Games we have time for. Um, I'm I'm asking first round. Yep. You. Okay. You ready, Freddie? Yep. Always a little nervous. Always a little nervous. Rate your dancing skills on a scale of one to ten. A solid, a solid three and a half. (laughs) Oh, that's like the first time I've ever heard you not be confident. (laughs) Since I moved to Miami, it's gotten way better because everyone there dances. Like it's like a part of life in a totally different way than it is in like New York or LA. Like in LA, it's kind of like no one really dances, but in Miami, it's like you fucking dance. You know yeah. what I mean? You fucking dance. Also, you okay, fucking ready? Dance. Do you mm-hmm. consider yourself somebody that trusts people easily? Yes. Yeah, that's, yes, period. <laughs> like, I meet you, I trust you with my life. I will tell you everything there is about me. I mean, Come on, listen to our podcast. Like, we're literally putting everything on the table. (laughs) True that. Um, Okay, what is something you find attractive that other people usually don't? (laughs) Okay, growing up... No, this is embarrassing. No, tell it. Okay, growing up, I really thought that braces were cute. Jesus Christ, that's not what I was expecting (laughs) you to say. I really was like, oh my God. If guys have braces, I'm like, that's so cute. Um, now I feel like, why well, I, I, now it's like kind of in, but I've always been like, if a guy does less, you know what I'm saying? Like I already said that in an episode, like if a guy can pull off a sweatshirt and sweatpants, you are golden. Yeah. I think braces is more along the lines of what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. That's all. That's all for today. Um, would you rather have a stone in your shoe or sticky hands for the rest of your life? A stone in my shoe. It's, it's so easy. All right. I agree. Totally agree. Um, what word do you use too much? <laughs> Fuck. Yep. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> all the fucking time. Um, okay, this is a good one. Are you ready? Would you rather trade some intelligence for looks or looks for intelligence? That's a hard one, huh? Yeah. I um I think I would give up a little bit of my smarts to be a little bit prettier. Yeah, I agree. Good. Even though like I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just I think prettier people do like I don't know. They just have a better life. Oh, for sh- not think. That's like 100% sure. Yeah, I feel like, like there's scientific that's proof between, yeah. I feel like I read that in like Business Insider once. You can be really smart, but if you're ugly, it doesn't matter. 
literally does not matter. All right. Well, that was fun. I feel ready to freaking go. Rock and roll. Um, yeah, rock and roll. Um, I feel like we need an update on a London boy. <laughs> I feel like so much has happened in the last time since I've seen you but or talked to you. Um, we have gone on more dates. It's really Ooh. cute, and I feel like I'm finding myself in just like a bizarre situation. It's like, which could be a whole another podcast, but how do you like navigate dating someone who's across the country? Yeah, <laughs> you, you know. I mean, I would even take a step back from that and be like, how do you date someone? Yeah, you know, too. <laughs> I haven't even figured that one out yet. Um, but it's really. It's really good. He's so cute. He's so handsome. We talk for so long, which is so unusual. Like we don't, we don't, the only time we really talk is if we're FaceTiming and like the other day we were FaceTiming and all we did was like look at dogs that were up for adoption. So you're getting married. Yeah, which is just as important as the kids (laughs) conversation. (laughs) But that's it. That's more important. I feel like maybe once I figure out uh how to do this i will share more about him but please everyone know that we're still virtually hanging out (laughs) i'm i'm so excited i'm so excited that's like a good topic for this podcast you know Mm -hmm. the other day it was for once nice weather in copenhagen so i was sitting outside and i got very philosophical thinking about dating apps and the whole concept behind it because it's so fucked up but at the same time, genius. Um, it's, I like got so into like researching everything about it, but it's like apps like Hinge, Bumble, Raya, whatever freaking dating app you use, it's set up like a freaking game. You know what I mean? Like they make even like the interface of the app like a straight up game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're designed in a way that's like they want you to meet people, but they also don't want you to get off of them because how are they going to make money? It's like a very twisted... No, totally. And it's like we were... Me and my friends were having a wine night the other day, and one of my friends hadn't been... So we use Tinder in Denmark. Um, She hadn't been on Tinder before, so she downloaded Tinder. And we were like, what the heck? Like, she's getting all these, like, super attractive guys while everyone else is getting, like all the trash and then we started researching it and it's like actually like that's how it's set up that it's like they rate people within the app so it's like the people that get the most swipes to the right or whatever the people that are liked the most they get are like ranked in the top so whenever a new person gets on the app they're like oh let's give this person all the attractive people yeah, how so you're like, that? so when you're, you mean, so like when you're new and you get on the app, you see all these hot people to convince you that like being on the app is worth it. Is that what you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you are going to meet the love of your life if that you stay on the so, dating app. Fu- that is so fucked up. I know, right? It's like, yeah. But I'm then. Not, I'm not with that. I know. Movement. But then get on the other ahead. hand. What, like, what would the alternative be? Because we live in a digital world. Everything we do is on social media or on the internet. So it's like, if we, like, you can't just remove it. You know what I mean? Like, then we'll just find another way to date online and it would be equally as messed up. Yeah, no, I just mean, 
I'm not saying get rid of dating apps. I'm saying show me all the ugly fucking people first and (laughs) the patient people who can sit on the app for a long time deserve the hot people. You don't just get to see the hot people the second you get on. Like, (laughs) fuck you. That's not fair. Like, and we can have Julia talk about this a little, but like she was someone who refuse to be on dating apps and the second she goes on one she gets him a fucking boyfriend and i'm sitting here two years in being like what the hell (laughs) so that's what i that's what i mean by that i just feel like dating apps to go back to what we were saying are like they're designed in a way to like always they like train your brain to think that there's something coming next that could be like a little bit better than whoever you're interested in now yeah, and it's like even that that's such a good point cuz even yesterday someone like super swiped one of like one of the girls I was ha- drinking wine with and then right afterwards it's like keep swiping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? Do you want to have a conversation or do you want to keep looking for your husband cuz it's like <laughs> yeah. it's just it's so um it's like the bat it's I've seen so many memes where it's like people on dating apps are straight up on their own personal season of like the bachelorette you're yeah you could just no that's like spot on it's it's really <laughs> quite the world we live in i know but that being said we still support all these dating apps like we're on all of them we obviously use them like when when we were roommates we like lived on those apps wow i'm i'm really making us sound desperate no, we're not but that's the not. thing that's the <laughs> other thing that comes with dating apps is that i feel like so many people, especially like fi- like say when we were in college more, it's definitely more normalized now, but like people would be like, fuck no, like you look so desperate if you're on a dating app or you look like you're afraid to yeah, meet people so in true. real life. And it's like, that's actually not the case, but thank you so much for your, your input. Every <laughs> Everyone is on dating apps. Like when was the last time you went to a bar and you genuinely connected with somebody? You don't. Yeah, like, and true. I know... For me, and maybe this is, like, more of a personal thing, but I don't feel like I go out to bars to, like, meet other people. I go out to bars to get fucked up with my friends. Like, I don't... I'm not, like, on the hunt for a husband when I'm getting shit-faced. Like, that's not... But then it is a bonus... Yeah, it's definitely... people... Go up to you and give you their number. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. 100%. I would think I would be on cloud nine if that happened. But I mean, like, <laughs> I think I mean more like I'm I am all for the, like, quick, here's my number, whatever. But have you, I don't know. Like, I just think it's not totally that common as people think it might be to, like, go sit down at a bar and have a conversation with a stranger that, like, I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. know. No, I, I, I totally agree I really with you. I don't know what I'm trying to say because I really do think you should put yourself out there. But that's not always like people aren't always re- ready to receive that. Yeah, that's true. I think that's also why it should be like a good combination of everything. Yeah. Like you can totally be on dating apps, but at the same time, you also have to do the same thing like in real life. And you also like when you are on a dating app, you also have to make sure that you're staying true to yourself. Because, you know, from like last episode um with the example we had with the guy who like felt like he was catfished by that girl like you got to stay true to who you are online as you do in real life yeah because they're also or else you're like messing up the whole point of dating apps straight up like that's how we've that's how we talked about it and i think our very first episode it's like people who text you and be like what should i say to this person 
It's like, you don't even yeah. know them. It really doesn't matter what you say. Just say what you want to say. Cause when, when you do meet them in person and you don't sound like what you, you sounded like your best friend who was answering all their questions for you. Yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Wow. Just such a weird, weird, weird world we live in. But that being said, we have a success story. <laughs> today with julia who's coming to join us yes we decided to have julia come on this and i was actually thinking about this this morning she's never someone that i like considered to be someone who like would put herself out there and then i was like reflecting on how long i've known her and i'm like jesus christ yes she is and she's so aggressive and she's so like with it and like I don't know. I just don't know why. I had like an epiphany this morning and I was like, she should have been our first motherfucking guest. And I know you sug- yeah, you she's... suggested it and I was like, no. <laughs> no, she's probably like my most aggressive friend. Yeah, she is. In, ever. in all ways. But she is my, one of my best friends. If you know me, you know her. She's fucking badass who met her boyfriend on a dating app. So we are going to get into it with her. Woohoo! Cell phones on silent and shut your fucking mouth. The show is about to begin. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. my God, it's amazing. You are so good at that. Welcome back, Julia. How are you? Thank you. I'm sweating because it's 97 degrees in <laughs> South Jersey. Um, Julie and I were college roommates and best friends, and I'd hate to rag, but the only reason was because I slid into her Facebook DMs and asked if she wanted to live together. True story. Yeah. And that's even like more impressive because it's Facebook and not even Instagram. Even baby Olivia was shooting her shot. <laughs> wow. Uh, Julie is shaping the minds of our young people as an educator in New Jersey, the, the golden state. And on weekends, her time is mostly spent blacking out. Um, I was also trying, I was trying to think of a story that was more encompassing of who she is as a person slash as a best friend. And the one that came to mind is, I mean, there's obviously several, but the one that came to mind is one night I was hooking up with this kid that Julia had dropped me off at his house. He's just like, ugh, we're not even going to get, get into that part. So she drops me off at his house and we have morning practice the next morning. And five. And so I hooked up with him. It lasted legitimately 15 seconds. That's not dramatic. (laughs) I got a text from her with just utter disappointment and that's true and sadness and so then I was she was like okay fine like I'll come pick you up and I was like no like whatever it's fine I'll stay then my phone dies so I have no way of changing my mind so I'm stuck there whatever I fall asleep the next morning I wake up to this bitch laying on her horn in outside of his house and I'm like I come to my senses I like peek out the window notice she's in the driveway I'm like throwing on my clothes I'm running down the stairs she's like Jesus Christ like just laying on her horn I get in the car and she has a coffee my swim bag with all of my necessary items for practice and plan b in the front seat and we had had no prior communication like I just feel like any other friend probably would have just left without me. And <laughs> she, not only did she show up, but she showed up with key ingredients to 
a successful rest of the day. Wow. Um, Nostalgia. Right? Absolutely so it, amazing. I just feel like that's a good good representation of the kind of person yeah. you are. And, yeah, and honestly, like, just to add to that story of just how shocking it was that we were D1 athletes. <laughs> yes, and that actually brings my, yeah, touche. I still wonder how that happened, but also that's how Leah also knows Julia because for a brief period of time, we were all swimming together, so. We're all teammates. Yeah, keyword oh, there cute. is, keyword there is brief. Brief, yeah. <laughs> As you know, Leah left us, but nonetheless, here we are. Hey, look at us now. Look at us now. Yeah. That's insane. What's his name? Brent? Yes. Yep. Brent fucking, I'm not even, no, you know what? Brent fucking noble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he will listen to this podcast. So. Hey, you never, you never freaking know. Maybe his wife. He's oh, def- God. He's or maybe married. his girl. He definitely does not have a wife or a girlfriend. All right. He's probably dating Let's- his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gone. All right. <laughs> we need to cut out a lot here. Uh, but that was our swim coach who yeah what yeah but let's not waste our time with college sports when we have more important topics to discuss such that's as. so true first of all thank you for that intro olivia that was absolutely amazing i'm honestly flattered and honored thank you you're welcome yeah i can't wait to actually hear the real maid of honor speech for me and julia that's just gonna be amazing <laughs> um so julia before you came on on we were talking a little bit about you and you are, our conclusion was that you're a very brave person. Um, but when you think back on your years of life, what times do you feel like you have really put yourself out there? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually a very loaded question. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when I think of bravery, I think about when I was like stuck on an elevator in Chicago and like helped my cousins like get through the trauma of four hours and the fire department. But let's, obviously talk about the times that I've been obliterated and being brave. Okay, so here we go. So I guess, and Olivia was witness to all of this. Um, I was in a relationship in college with like a Canadian hockey player. We went to a small school where like everyone knew everybody and everyone, including myself, thought we were like mad cool. And this was a kid who like, to say he did the bare minimum is generous. Um, so anyway, long story short, he broke up with me in an airport over the phone. So that was just honestly amazing. He broke up, pause, Julia. He broke up with you in an airport after a trip of you visiting him. Oh yeah, after I had flown to his home country. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was obviously convenient and amazing, especially because my flight was delayed uh, 10 to 12 hours. and. The uh, airport was telling me that I was going to have to stay in a hotel. So I was stopping throughout the airport. Um, So yeah, that was a great way to start my senior year. Olivia, I can't even tell this story because I'm looking at you cracking up. Um, So anyway, we like got back to campus in September and I was like dodging him at bars and in, you know, the athletic center where everyone lifted together. Um, But anyway, like, I don't know how else to put this besides he had a really hot roommate. And um, I had gotten to know this said roommate throughout me dating this other kid just because we would, like, be pre-gaming together and playing games and stuff together. Um, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't always have a minor crush on him. (laughs) Um, So anyway, a couple months, like, in senior year, it was, like, winter time. He kind of just, like, hit me up and was like, 
would, I know this is going to make you uncomfortable, but I was just like wondering if you would want to like get food or hang out sometime. So my immediate response was absolutely not because I was caught up in the immaturity of being an athlete at this small school and wanting to protect the reputation of my piece of shit ex and myself. And I was like, no, like I definitely can't do this. But my friend Olivia here, um, always the voice of reason, always the encouragement I need was kind of, I'll never forget. She looked at me dead in the eyes and went, Julia, this kid is a babe. And I was like, you know, you know what? <laughs> On second thought. And honestly, he was like so gorgeous. So I had no choice. I literally had no choice. So um, yeah, we started hanging out. I literally would wear like literally all black and like duck my head in his car when we would drive by campus because I was like such a little bitch. Um, but then we got over it. Um, things definitely blew up and like it was messy. But yeah. I guess the moral of the story is go after the friend. Yeah. Fuck his friend <laughs> is what we like to say, ladies. Our next podcast is going to be how to get over an ex, but that's just like a sidebar. Maybe fuck his best friend. Yeah, it's always an option. Right? And and I mean, I feel like people are going to have a follow-up question of like, did your ex find out? Yes, he did. Um, <laughs> we, were, we were spotted um, at a bar together. Um, and he was there with, the girl that he broke up with me for um so that was also fun um we were all together at the same bar oh and he God, kind of family. like was sh- what yeah it was like a little family like picnic <laughs> he was um shooting me dirty looks and making comments to like other people in the bar and I was like it's time for me to uber out of here before there's a fist fight so I quickly got out of there and the ironic part is it was a blizzard that night in Connecticut of course why would anything be easy and I was locked out of my house because I'm uh, a degenerate and didn't bring a key out. Um, and I was calling Olivia 50, 100 times. I'm locked out in the pouring snow and sleet and ice. Um, me and the kid were like, stand- we were trying to break into my house. It was just a whole big thing. But yeah, he did find out and caused a scene, texted both of us. And it was just not fun. But he's over it. Proud to say I think he's over it. So we're good. <laughs> so mature. Um, learning and learning and I would almost argue to say that although that's like a brave thing to do I do feel like maybe that was the kid putting himself out there yeah totally yeah we gotta give him some brownie points yeah, yeah. and he actually like was a more introverted kid he was like kind of mm-hmm. on the shy side Olivia knows um so it definitely was ballsy of him for sure yeah definitely five points for him yeah yeah. Shout out to shout out to the hockey team. <laughs> shout out to Sacred Heart Hockey. <laughs> I even I remember those guys. Yeah. Oh, we like it's on- hard to forget them. <laughs> There's like a fucking tornado ripping through campus, but hurricane hockey, literally. <laughs> good looking. Um, good looking, but waste of time. Um, anyway, I think that the next story should be the one about when we were in New York City on St. Patrick's Day. And if you know anything about St. Patrick's Day in New York City, it is just like... Everyone white, is shit-faced. Yeah, white boy Christmas, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were all there for that story. So yeah. let's... Julia, let it rip. Tell uh, that story. Yeah. So I like this story because Leo was there. Um TBT. So obviously we woke up and we're immediately pounding beers at 8.30 a.m. <laughs> um, 
you know, we had our little shamrock beads on ready to go. Um, and we went into Manhattan, just, am I correct? Was it Manhattan? Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Yeah. We were at some like big bar. It was like a really open area. And obviously all three of us have wandering eyes. And, um, immediately we spotted a hot group of guys. Um, pretty sure every single one of them had a girlfriend, but it's St. Patrick's day. Who cares? Um, so anyway, we were all like staring at them literally all like for, for a while we had some Jameson in our system and, uh, well I did. Um, I was going to say some more than others. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, and there was an adorable kid sitting, a ways away like I would say like 25 to 50 feet away from me um we definitely weren't close enough to each other to speak um but we locked eyes and something just came over me and I was like oh in my head I was like okay this kid is eating sitting here eating pretzel bites I'm starving I'm trashed um why not ask him for one so um I kind of, as we were looking at each other, I kind of like motioned over, like, can I have one? And the kid just like shrugs his shoulders, raises his eyebrows, takes a pretzel bite, launches it at me. I catch it and I eat it while we're still locking eyes. Like the fucking, like the fucking athlete that she is. Yeah. Like the division one athlete I am. I catch the pretzel bite. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that was, that was it. Then he like, came and walked over to me and continued to buy me shots of Jameson for the next two straight hours. And we all know what happened after that. It was not a very good scene for me in the Uber home um, back to Brooklyn that day. So, but it actually wound up like being a thing. Like we were kind of like dating for a little bit, but obviously um, he can kick rocks. So. No, it was, let me also just say it from my perspective. It was absolutely amazing. Like you saw what you wanted and you just went after it. Like, no fucks given. Like, you were like, this man is mine. I don't yeah. know. And like, everyone else, fuck off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, I don't care what you have to say about it. We're about to make out. <laughs> and honestly, it was kind of like the definition of liquid courage. All yeah. I needed was a little Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like that mixed with also being... A bad bitch. Wow, like thanks, Olivia. Bitch. You're welcome. That's like the first compliment I feel like I've ever really told you to. <laughs> I, know, I feel like we're not we're not the type to compliment each other, so thank you. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was weird, weird coming out of my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yuck. But anyway, yeah, she put herself out there at the bar, and then they continued to hang out for what? How many, like a few months. Oh my gosh, like that was what, March? That was a thing till like September. Yeah. That's a while. An actual while. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah. Leah has, like, a whole bunch of pictures on her phone of you guys, like, making out at the bar. I was was literally just thinking that, that I was like, I have so much content for Instagram. Like, I could just, like, exploit everyone that comes on. Wow. I'm gonna (laughs) go ahead and tell you not to do that. But, you know, I'm glad we have it for the memories. (laughs) I've matured oh. since then. Yes, she had. We yeah, we all have. We all, we all. Guys, have. that was like last year. <laughs> no, we're, we're straight. We're getting last year. We're getting more mature with every day, Leah. Don't. <gasps> yeah, we're acting right. like we were eighteen when that. Happened. I know it was literally <laughs> not long ago. It was actually last year, maybe like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
Either way. Either way. Fucking amazing experience. And yeah, and I feel like both experiences led to good things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you want to call it. I mean, yeah. I know know focuses on Julia, but did we go home empty-handed? Hell yeah, because we were carrying Julia on our motherfucking back. (laughs) Heck yes, we did go home empty-handed. And I remember perfectly, we got kicked out of three fucking Ubers that day. And to the last one, Siobhan was with us. To the last one, I was like, sir... She she's sick, but if you can just get us over the bridge, I will carry her home. And that's exactly what happened. That he, is exactly what happened. I remember <gasps> Leprechaun kicking it home from there. Yeah, and then she fell asleep for an hour when we got home, and she woke up and she was perfectly fine. Oh, I woke oh, yeah. up and I was like, "Here we go." Yeah, she's like, "Yeah," she was like, "Do you guys want to go out?" And we were like, "Fuck you." <laughs> you guys had oh already God, gotten. I totally forgot about this. We had yeah, had you guys pizza. had. Ar- yeah, you already had artichoke pizza. I woke up. I was like, let's get busy with this pizza. You're like, we're three hours ahead of you, Jewel. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh, of course I got home like immediately showered. <laughs> oh, God. Again, just beautiful day. We got we to gotta do that. As, as soon as this COVID thing is done, we all got to meet in New York or Miami. Yeah, my yeah. only, yeah. Con- yeah, under the condition that we completely avoid Jameson. Yeah, deal. Okay. Um, one thing I do want to make sure we have time for is we promise people a happy ending to a dating app story. Oh, here we go. Here we go, here baby. We fucking go. Um, I obviously know this is gonna shock the world, but I am tied down. <laughs> Unbelievable. Can't believe I'm here to tell this story. But anyway, yeah. So like, I like don't have any experience whatsoever on dating apps, and. I have to say, and you can say this one day when I get married, Olivia, that you have always been the push that I needed. So Olivia kind of gave me the encouragement um, to get after it. And I met a guy um, and he's amazing. And it only happened really because I was aggressive with it Uh because he we like matched or whatever you want to call it on hinge and exchanged like two messages and then he just like never messaged me again so i was like honestly like who does this who do you think you are because if you think if you think you're cooler than me you're straight up not so what can we do here so i saw that his um like home I guess that's what it would be his like home location was Massachusetts so me being you know this athletic prodigy that I am (laughs) this was like in the like during the whole Tom Brady was leaving New England and they were all like burning crosses and having seances about it so I was like he was from Massachusetts so I said are you that upset about Brady leaving and that's what got him and he he answered and from there obviously we continued to talk and now it's a real thing ladies and gentlemen so what you keep saying that like what does that mean are you actually like boyfriend girlfriend yep there's a taste like there's a label (laughs) oh my god shut the fuck up and i also i know i'm taking credit for a lot of your behavior but i also do just want to say that i feel like I'm also the reason there's a label. You are. You are. There was a conversation had when I died. 
there was a conversation had when you died and also because when you when I first met him I went I got I finally got to meet this human um last week two weeks ago and I will say that he is wonderful and I know he's listening to this so I hope you're having a good day fathead (laughs) and um what was I just gonna say oh I referred to him as her boyfriend and they both looked at me like I was a sea creature and they were like (laughs) they were like don't say that and I was like okay grow up both of you let's let's call this for what it is and then what do you know four days later I get the text that they had the conversation and I was like okay thank you so much but I think that the point of like the happy ending on a dating app is like I think so many people get discouraged when they're not working and like imagine if you hadn't double messaged him oh my god I know we literally like joke about it all the time like Wow. Uh, yeah. It's like too much for me to even think about what if. Yeah. Like, so send the fourth text, send the second, the third, Fifth. the fourth, <laughs> keep going until they answer or they block you. That is what we think. But also <laughs> like, I'm also here to like tell people that like, I am like living proof. Like I was so like, I don't know if I thought I was too cool or like if I just would rather like thrive in a social situation, but I like, never wanted to be on dating apps and I like just never did it and I just like realized I was like in the minority like thinking that it's not it's not like normal and it's like taboo if you will um so that's another thing just like getting after it that way because it's you know it's fun yeah it's like why fucking not you know literally and that's like what it was like I believe, like, Olivia said that to me. She was like, literally, who cares? Like, why not? And yeah. I was like, you know what? You're right. You're freaking right. And also, let's take a moment to just not appreciate, because I'm not appreciative of it, but just, like, state that me and Olivia have been on dating apps for, what, 15 years, and then Julia comes on a f- motherfucking dating app for 10 seconds and finds a boyfriend. <laughs> I am not exaggerating when I when I say that I had it for 48 hours. God, you're canceled. I'm over it. <laughs> you guys have your own fair share of stories to tell. Don't be humble over there. Yeah, that's true. None that yeah. and significant others, but that's <laughs> that's maybe they could have if we whatever. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, next. All right, so conclusion of this story and of Julia coming to be guest on our podcast is um, fuck the best friend and send that double text. Hell yeah. That was beautiful. That was so gorgeous. That was beautifully put. <laughs> Leah for president. That's, a, that's my new saying. If someone says something I like, I like that. Like Leah for president. Julia for president. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if that's new. I feel like you're a little behind, but this right, is my I'm PSA gonna... uh, because by the time we listen to this, it will be a real thing. If you vote for Kanye West as a joke, you're cut out of my life. That's all we're gonna say, and we're gonna wrap it up for today. So, <laughs> Julia, thank you so much for coming on. I can't Podcast. thank you guys enough. Thanks for the friendship. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for this opportunity. If you guys need to get in touch with my publicist, um, the email is in my Instagram bio. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Peace, love, blessings. Bye. Bye.
Big shout out to our guy, Wesley, for producing this podcast as well as the music. Be sure to give him a follow on Instagram and Spotify. Spotify.